Hey, hey, and welcome to the Tara Malil Show. Here is where we have incredible interviews and conversations with powerful, ambitious, and highly successful women. We hear about the start of their journey, how they got to where they are now, what were some of their biggest successes and most epic failures. And they also help share their expertise and tips for you to practically implement to help you along your entrepreneurial journey as well. Don't forget, we are here for you. So if you have questions that you want answered, please write in to tara at taramalel.com and we will make sure we get the best experts to answer those questions for you. We do that every Friday. Now, stay tuned. We have epic stories coming up. Hey, hey, beautiful listeners. Now, some of you may not know, but we have a free community called Business Mastery Community over on Facebook. It's where we get to continue these conversations, connect with guests and other entrepreneurs to share our expertise, find some cool tips, and there's some awesome collaborations happening over in the community. So if you are not already a member, jump on over and connect with us there. That's Business Mastery Community over on Facebook. I'll see you in the group. All right. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Business Mastery Podcast. I am so honored to have the wonderful Leanne Gunnelson with us. Leanne is the general manager and owner of Boutique Entertainment Booking Agency called Artist Booking. She supplies highly trained and experienced musicians and performers to corporate bodies, government organizations, private businesses, event venues, weddings, and private parties all across Melbourne and Sydney. Her artists specialize in jazz, classical, world music, DJs, and indigenous music, plus cabaret, actors, and MCs. Artist Bookings is known for its highly skilled artists, great customer service, and affordable pricing. Leanne also offers a bespoke service where she'll find artists with specific skills according to your needs, be it plate juggling, high wire walkers, sounds interesting, to comedy MCs, to solo musicians, singing your own composition. Leanne, welcome. Hello, Tara, and thank you so much. I'm so happy to join you today. <laughs> and what an introduction. I can't wait. Having um, a background in performing arts myself, I'm so excited. We are going to go far with this. This is going to be great. So let's go back. Let's go back. So you've had artist booking uh, for three years now. Is that right? Yes. Cool. Where and how did this all start? Where did the idea come from? Well, funny enough, this was a project that was closed down by the University of Melbourne. It had been running for 16 years and the bean counters got in and the headhunters went along and they slopped off people's heads. And the position that this uh, was got closed down and they closed the project. And I went, well, it's such a great thing to be able to provide artists with avenue mm. into work that I thought, well, I'm going to start this for myself. So uh, I... Uh, 
recruited those artists who I knew and uh, established the business under my own guise so that I could ensure that artists who've been working in those se sectors had access to great work again. You know, Amazing. that's really important. Mm -hmm. And it's huge. I know myself, again, as a former artist, it's one of those things that there, there is so much call for it, but I find artists themselves really struggle to know how to market themselves and how to really put themselves out there and, and connect, particularly in that corporate space. So sometimes it helps to have that go-between, almost that voice that's there for them, that advocate for them. And I really see that what you do is that you're a big advocate for the performing arts um, and these artists. Exactly. That's what I love to do, Tara. I found that while I look, I'm talentless. Let's be honest. Uh, my, <laughs> I can't sing. I can't play the piano. I can't dance like you. I just have to accept that my talent <laughs> is being able to sew together in a really great way an arts and a corporate organisation. Mm. Artists are creative people. They think in a creative way. They're used to doing things in a certain way. Corporates like to operate in a different method. I'm mm able to mix them together so I can take the language of the corporates they want a jazz band playing for this hour to this hour they want dedicated sound they want background music they want them to stop for the presentations and come back I can change all that into language that my guys will understand they'll mm -hmm. I'll be able to help them get the right music set up they'll know that they arrive where they go how they set up what the dress code is what they have to play, that someone might be using their microphone, that they mm -hmm. need to leave the stage at a certain time, that they're to be back on at a different time. It's all done through proper contracts, through uh, legal systems so that everybody knows exactly what's expected. No one is is uh, operating blind. Mm -hmm. Changes are made through me, one point of com communication for everything. And then the other thing I do is I ensure my artists get paid. They mm -hmm. don't have chase Tara for the money my guys always get paid always get paid I might yeah. have to chase the money but my <laughs> artists always get paid Mm, that's huge because I know that's something that they struggle with. I mean, look, so many of us in business struggle with pricing and sales anyway, but what a big relief to know that they can show up and do their specialty, what they really rock out at doing and the rest is taken care of. And I think that's such a wonderful, uh, supportive way to really help build the arts. And then on the other side, like you said, it's you are there as the face of them as the advocate for performing arts to make sure that their their rights and their working conditions are upheld because I know it can so easily just be fobbed under the carpet or be a last consideration because they are contractors. So when we first spoke, um, you told me about the example of the, the football and the dancers. Can, can you talk a little bit about that story? Yeah, the AFL has gone to Brisbane for the grand final and they advertised and requested 300 volunteer dancers mm. to support their entertainment, volunteer dancers, and they're going to give them a bit of merch. Thank you. Yet mm. they're able to spend God only knows how many thousands of dollars to ship a bit of AstroTurf up to the Gabba from Melbourne. Mm -hmm. 
Um, they argued that the reason, you know, this was a great opportunity for the dancers. It's not an opportunity. It's an no. exploitation. And it's a terrifying way that we view the arts. The arts is perceived so poorly that, that we don't have to pay quality artists for their, for their time. Mm. It's not, uh, it's not to artists benefit to go and perform for nothing. Uh, mm -hmm. It's terrible that an organisation as big as the AFL exploited the arts. We're continually mm -hmm. asked as artists, and you'll know this, Tara, too, come a crisis, there's always someone asking an artist to go out and volunteer to perform for nothing. Mm -hmm. My guys put on hours and hours of free concerts for the bushfires appeals across my across my whole 300 artists so many of them performed their own work free of charge to support victorians and new south wales people struggling because of the bushfires wow here's, here's the crisis of covid 100 percent of all the jobs in the arts have gone mm-hmm you, there is no live performance. You might be able to stream a concert. You're lucky if you get a hundred bucks out of the back end of that. Mm. No one's buying tickets because it's live streamed concerts. It's the hardest sell you can ever make. Uh, and artists aren't getting to perform. So where's the fundraiser for us? Where's mm. the AFL throwing on a footy fundraiser for the arts industry? Mm. Where, where are people going, actually, I am booking that live-streamed concert because I, I know there's an artist out there who volunteers their time when I need it mm. and I need to support them. I think it's so hard that people don't understand it's a two-way street here and we're yeah. not getting the support. Yeah, that's it. And I always say it's one of those things because, like you said, a lot of the time artists and bands are booked and they, they are they're, they're wanting to be background music or sort of part-time um, entertainment for, for the whole event. So it's easy to overlook. But once that, that entertainment is not there, then you notice it's gone. You know, you may not acknowledge it while it's there, but when it's gone, you feel it. And I think the arts is such an important part of, of culture uh, to help stress relief. You know, we always love escapism, to watch movies, to go see a play, um, listen to some music, all of that. So yeah, it's, it's so vital. And what I love most is, again, you can hear it in your voice, your passion and that advocacy for it. So what I want to know is where did that come from? If we go like back, even before you did artist booking, where did this sort of passion or interest in, in the arts come from? Well, I got to walk the boards, as we say in theatre, at the age of five. <laughs> um, I think for lots of us, our love for the arts starts uh, when, you know, as toddlers and very young children. I've been in the arts all my life. I've got mm. a degree in arts management and I've got a degree in education for theatre. And mm. I've worked at Arts Centre Melbourne. I've worked for the Australia Council. I've worked for Creative Victoria. I've worked for the Faculty of Fine Arts and Music at the VCA. I've worked for the Conservatorium of Music. I've run art galleries, theatre companies. It's been my life because mm. it's the one place I feel safe in my creativity. As uh, and as we know, it's not a talent for creating good art. It's only a talent for managing. Um, <laughs> but it's the place where I am based the best. And yeah. I believe that. Here's a little story. Mm. After nine pm, there is no nightlife without the arts. You think of any city 
in our in our country take the arts out and there is no nightlife after nine and you see that in melbourne and you see that in sydney right now Everything has died when you can't have live music or performance after 9pm. And more than that, the coffee shops aren't open because there's no reason for people to be around. The pizza parlours don't run. The economy is supported by a, a strong, robust live art scene. And if you take that out of the equation, what's the point of being open at 9pm in the city? There's no one there. So I think uh, you asked me about where my passion comes from. My passion comes from being able to bring that beauty of the arts into everyone's life. I know its power. I know how transformative it is, that you can actually have an artistic experience that changes the way you think or feel. It's like dance, isn't it? Mm. Dance is about expressing emotions and concepts through movement in ways that can absolutely change your view of the world and when you see good contemporary dance it is mind-blowing oh, yes. we, we have extraordinary dance in this country extraordinarily amazing um, arts all over the place my passion is about how do we make sure that that the drive that people have for the AFL is the same drive they have for the arts Mm. We should be that passionate about it. We should be, you know, supporting our teams, supporting our our theatre companies and our art galleries because they are the things that bring us the culture, that bring us the life. Mm. And you take them away and there's nothing and there's no mm. reason. And yeah. we throw billions of dollars into the economy. I did a, a, a really interesting analysis. The arts bring $34 billion into the Victorian economy a year. That is the flow on of the yeah. arts contribution. Not just the spend on arts, it's the after hours stuff. It's mm. the coffee shops that stay open for the arts patrons, all the people who are drinking at the bars, listening to the mm -hmm. band, or at the nightclubs dancing to the band, or at, at all the concerts that are happening around town. It's the late night pizzas it's the taxi drivers it's the uber drivers it's that's the economy mm. that flies off the back of what the arts brings mm. i think we forget that and that's a shocker yeah well yeah like i said when it when it's around it's so easily taken for granted and then when it goes that's that's when you really feel it and you think well it's too late now <laughs> it's too yeah, late yeah Mm. I, I think it's, you know, it's going to be tough for Melbourne specifically to get back because we've been locked down so long and COVID, what a shock, what a shock oh. to us all and how we've had to reimagine ourselves as artists and performers. We've come up with a couple of things at Artist Bookings. We're doing live streamed Christmas carols. And oh, fun. You can book that uh, for your own family or your own workplace. You can get on your ears and, and do the whole thing. <laughs> and we're, we're trying to find product that people can have an engaged interaction with, knowing that we need to make it a safe experience for people. But the hardest part is, I think, you know, as a, as a woman in business, and as a woman in business representing the arts, I come up against a whole range of prejudice that help that, you know, you have to be stoic, don't you? Mm. COVID's, COVID's made a stoic. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's right. That's right. I mean, you've got to be able to stand your ground. And it's more than people. I, I know people in the arts are like, I'm sick of justifying my price. I'm sick of justifying my, my reasons. And it's, I think it's more than that. We need to stop being on that back foot of justification and saying, well, this is what we stand for. And this is what we represent and really acknowledging for ourselves. Look, this is like you just said, without us, this is what you're losing with us. This is what you're gaining. So it's very simple equation. We add so much value uh, the the mental and physical health and well-being of the the people in attendance to whatever event or performance but then also financially and economically you add so much value and so yeah it is it's standing that ground and i i'm sure you do come up with a lot especially you're dealing with corporates and government bodies being a woman being in the arts i mean you've really you're really giving yourself a challenge, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We're taking it to another level. It's, it's kind of how it's being perceived as uh, knowing your stuff, knowing how to deliver. And I've worked really hard on being able to have a smooth system straight up. When I say something's going to happen, that's what happens. When mm. I promise it's going to be delivered, that's what gets delivered. And I go the extra mile and the extra yard for my clients. Because as a woman, you always have to prove yourself a little bit more. Mm. than your average bloke mm. and that's why I suppose one of the things I've really worked at for artist bookings we are highly trained experienced professional artists mm. I'm not interested in supplying you with backyard Barry's band because mm -hmm. you can book $500 backyard Barry's band uh, from your mates anytime you want if that's of what you want but mm. if you're looking for something flee fledged something high quality affordable professional with a sound that is magnificent then you come to artist bookings mm. and we we can get you great stuff at the right price and this is the part here's a little story uh, the average spend on wedding bon bonaire. So for people who don't know, it's the sugared almonds or the little takeaway you have at the end of the night. The average spend of that bon bonaire is around $750 a wedding. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Right? You can get, you can get a harpist playing at your wedding for 500 bucks. Wow. Wow. I'm thinking what makes a bigger uh, impact, a mm. harpist playing at your wedding or the little bag of sugared almonds that people mm. then kind of drop in the bin tomorrow? Yeah, that's it. That's it. gone in an instant. Mm. I'll always remember that amazing harp because it is such an impressive instrument. Mm. And, I can, and I say that continually to people when they go, oh, but it seems like a lot. No, no, you're paying for 25 years of experience. You're paying mm -hmm. for a $10,000 instrument. You're mm. paying for a live performance by a high-quality artist. And mm. my guys have toured internationally, recorded internationally, performed internationally. One of my harpists, the lovely lady, Vanessa, has performed for the British royal family. She's performed for the Saudi royal family. Wow. And yet she'll take her harp and play on the beach for you, if you like. Mm. Mm. I mean, you know, the other thing is I have some of Melbourne's fantastic jazz singers, like the marvellous Nina Farrow. You can hire Nina to come and sing for you at your wedding. 
oh gosh amazing amazing what a gift what yeah. a gift yeah yeah i had a, a former dance student of mine that started performing at weddings her and her hip-hop crew and they went off people yep. yeah, yeah. loved it you know they, they got the dance floor started they're yep. like all right this is this is hot yep. stuff let's get into it it was again the the constant comments were one people were shocked at what how professional these young group of girls were how professional in their manner and demeanor how much fun they were and how much they added to the energy and the atmosphere yes uh, rather yes. than people just awkwardly sitting down engaging in conversation or getting too drunk it actually got people energized enthused it got them up it got them moving and interacting and connecting on in a very different way right and these girls initially all they thought they were doing is well we're just coming to dance but they realized it was so much more than that so it's the value is is often unsurpassed and unexpected as well that's that's so true tara it is we add the atmosphere mm. you add live music or live arts to anything and it adds the atmosphere and it changes the way people feel how they mm. think and how they remember the event yeah. and if you have you can play your favorite tunes on spotify uh but no one will ever remember other than saying God, they played music on Spotify. But if you play live music, you have a band, it changes everybody's perception of the mm. quality because yeah. live music reflects quality. The same with how innovative to have dancers at your wedding. How innovative. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. We're offering yeah. something else at Artist Bookings. We're offering, you can have a smoking ceremony. We're one of the few agencies wow. that has an Indigenous page and we represent Indigenous artists. You can have your own smoking ceremony, your own welcome to country ceremony, your own Indigenous wedding service mm. to accompany your actual um, official service, if you like. Wow. wow. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. I am going to have, don't, um, people who are listening, I, all the links are below. They're all in the show notes. So if you want to check out artist bookings, you want to check out what's going on, what they have going on, any upcoming events, or you have an event and you want to reach out, it's all um, in the show notes. And we'll do a big how you connect with Leanne and artist bookings at the end if you're like oh my god this is amazing don't worry we're getting there we're getting there all the links are there so what i tell people because this is a we're a business podcast so let's dive in a little bit to business because what i absolutely love about you and and how you speak is that passion behind it and you know we're always told do do what you love do what you're passionate about but i find passion sometimes a little bit um kind of like motivation when it's there boom, we get up and we get moving but it's not always there and we can't always rely on it and I think so when I talk to you I see more than passion there is that deeper purpose meaning and drive behind it and so to come up against all the challenges that you come out in like we mentioned being a woman and just being in the arts particularly the arts in australia in general you're right it's not valued definitely not at the higher levels necessarily and there's not that much support so you have to have 
a, a deeper, stronger calling or pull to keep you going, to keep you showing up and really representing and advocating for these amazing artists. So where did you, where do you dig deep? Like when times get tough, what do you do that helps you to keep showing up? And keep oh God, Tara, what a, what a fantastic question because it is, it's the core of how do you make it every day out of bed? How do you get to your office and turn on that computer and do a solid day's work? Mm. And how do you do it and keep showing up and showing up and showing up when you're faced with, uh, well, look, this year's been a tough one. 100% of my business died <laughs> in March. <laughs> and I've kind of gone, oh, God, how did I survive this? This is the way I view the world. Um, if if you got if you don't try you will fail mm. if you don't try you will fail so never be scared of trying because mm. trying sooner or later means you you may succeed so you've got to have the right mindset when you go into business for yourself you've got to understand that you've got to keep trying you will make mistakes and you will make some doozies learn from every single mistake recalibrate the, your the way you look at your business and give yourself very clear goals Mm. Um, all those mantras that people say, you know, fail to plan, plan to fail, that sort of stuff, it's true. It's mm. true. You, you've got to set your goals, you've got to aim for them, and you've got to understand uh, that it's okay to change goals mid-flight, to yep. re-look at your world in a different way, uh, to rethink. The other thing is I think it's really important as a woman specifically as a woman, that you understand that the world can work against you. So mm. you need to have good female friendships, good, mm. uh, good collaborative friendships, good collaborative support structures around you. You need to invest in tools, clever tools, the proper tools, but you don't want to spend your time wasting money on something expensive when you can have something that's worth every dollar. So here's mm. an example. Yeah. Um, you don't need a sh to pay for a share platform if you've got Google. You can do Google Drive. Simple. Mm -hmm. You don't need to have pay for Dropbox. Use Google Drive. Mm. It's massive. Mm. You can, and if you do have to pay for some storage on that, believe me, it's very affordable and it takes you years to fill it up. Mm. Use the free tools to do the simple bits to save you every dollar because when you are uh, a business person, when you're a business woman and you're a single person with a single income, every dollar I spend is a dollar that, that has to make me three, has to make mm. me five. Otherwise, I'll put it against my mortgage. Otherwise, yeah, I'll, yeah. Put to, <laughs> I'll put it to the bills. I'll put it to the food bill or something. Yeah. So I think you've got to set yourself real plans and clarity about your money. Be yeah. really clear about what you're investing in and where you spend your dollars. Mm. Um, give yourself a little play money. If that's $5 or $10 or $20 so you can go to Officeworks and splurge on a nice coloured folder, do. <laughs> yes. Okay. I love Officeworks. Yes. Open, open, <laughs> give yourself little treats. You're allowed as a business yeah. person to have a little treat. But don't don't invest in in things that don't pay back for you. Yeah. Um, I spent a lot of time this year learning SEO, and I looked at 
at paying for someone to do SEO and I invested a bit of money in that and it was a disaster and what I got out of it was nowhere near what I needed for the investment. Cut that one off and just looked it up and found mm -hmm. out how to do it myself. And what was really empowering about that is I watched artist bookings go from page 20 to page two to sometimes page one of Google in the yeah. space of eight months through applying these tools that I learned online for free. Mm. So I use my time to benefit my business in a way that I can see results. I give myself a license to treat myself well. Mm. I have good, clean plans. I tick them off. I'm very happy to change direction if I need to, and I can do it really quickly. Mm. Uh, I was so in love with my website. I built my website. I was so in love with it. Let me tell you, Tara, I was so in love with it. It was the most passionate thing in my life because it was so hard to do. <laughs> you know, when I got it across the line, I, know. I was so in love with it. And my whole front page was, my whole landing page was just my microphone. Because I'm in love mm. with that microphone. And there it was. The whole of my landing page was the micro. I had nothing else. And, and you know, someone said to me, but Leanne, that's your capital. That's your, that's your the selling point. And I'm going, no, I want to keep it. And it took four months for me to actually grow up. <laughs> my microphone is not the most in primary important part of my <laughs> and just get rid And then, I, you know, I learned the lesson. I forgot this isn't a hobby. That's about mm. making me happy. It is a business that helps me be happy because I achieve, but I have to make it about you. Mm. I have to make it for you, the customer. I have to make it for you, the client. I yeah. want you to get what you need when you come to visit me. And yes. the biggest lesson I learned was that I can get emotionally attached to something I value, but it isn't the right thing for you. And yes. I have to give you the priority, not me. <laughs> I think that's huge. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, guys, I hope you're writing notes on this. There's so many um, golden nuggets in that. I mean, and that's huge. And especially what you said at the end, it's, yes, we start up something because we, we like it, we love it, we're interested in it, and there's maybe a passion there. But that's how you keep it a hobby. Ultimately, to step up to a business, it is, it's what does the people that we're there to serve what do they need and how can we show up for that? And it, it, like you said, it's not just the, the passion that keeps you going. There's those deeper motivations as well, knowing that there's a greater importance to what and behind what you do. That is huge. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Leanne. Leanne, this has been fantastic. Can you now tell people if they want to connect with you, if they want to follow artist bookings, where do they find you? How do they reach out? Fantastic. Thank you, Tara. I've really enjoyed talking to you today and I hope uh, I hope people are really interested in what we've had to say. And I'm very happy to chat to anyone about this because passion and arts is very important. You can get me at www.artist-bookings.com. So it's the slash in the middle. Let's make it complicated. So it's <laughs> artist-bookings.com. Our number is 0428 785 000. 
and you can email us at info at artist-bookings.com. That's right. We'll have all those links in the show notes. Um, I also want to ask, I'm going to put you on the spot here. I also ask um, if we can chat in my group as well, the Business Mastery Community. That's a Facebook group that we have online. Guys, if you're not a part of it, make sure you jump on and join there. And I'd love to do a little mini interview with Leanne. I get all my experts to come in, do little mini trainings, little mini interviews again to keep adding value to your business experience so i'd love to have you in there too leanne if you um i'd be a privilege be a privilege tara i'd love it i'd love it Yay! awesome awesome all right everyone thank you so much for tuning in i appreciate you love having you here make sure you reach out and let us know what was your biggest takeaway from our conversation today and don't forget to reach out to leanne and artist bookings for your next event goodbye Hey team, thanks for joining me. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and you rate and review wherever you listen to your podcast. Every little bit helps. I'm so excited to be sharing this journey with you. Love some feedback and we'll see you next time.